Welcome to the climb! This is a show dedicated to helping singers, songwriters, and indie artists like you create leverage in the music business. This podcast exists because we want you to win. And what is leverage, you ask? Leverage is a strategic advantage. It's the power to act effectively. It means that they want you just as much as you want them, whether you're a songwriter, whether you're an artist. Uh, That's why we called it The Climb, C-L-I-M-B, Creating Leverage in the Music Business. That's called an acronym, and that comes from a word man, Mm -hmm. who uh, is also my co-host, Mr. Brent Baxter. Brent's an award-winning hit songwriter with cuts by Alan Jackson, Randy Travis, Lady Antebellum, Joe Nichols, and more. And what I love about Brent is he helps songwriters like you turn pro by revealing how you write like a pro, do business like a pro, and not only that, he connects you to the pros. And you can find Brent real easy at songwritingpro.com. Once again, songwritingpro.com. And I would like to introduce you to my co-host, Johnny Dwinell. Johnny owns Daredevil Production. They help you find your sound, and they help you grow your audience so you can become the artist that everybody loves and so you can get paid. Daredevil has worked with multi-platinum artists like Colin Ray, Tracy Lawrence, Ty Herndon, and Andy Griggs, just to name a few. You can find Johnny at DaredevilProduction.com. That's production, singular, no S, and there is no S because there is no other Johnny D. <laughs> How you doing, brother? Man, I'm doing all right. I'm fired up. Yeah? I'm What's going on? Well, you know, we got some, 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 there's a disturbance in the force. I know. We're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about it. <laughs> some stuff. This based on an email that came in to me, somebody kind of throwing a swing at me, and I'm just a judo. I'd be like, ah, it's not what you think. So, we're so going to go We're going to talk about some real life. Some real stuff is going some on Some real here. life stuff here. Okay. Yes. Some real drama. All right, but before we do that. Yes. We have a review here. Woo! <clears throat> this is another five-star review, sir. Tasty, tasty. Uh, it's And the title of it is called What a Gold Mine mm. by Texan Jackson. Better than a shaft. That's there right. Go. You got the gold mine. I got, <laughs> she got the gold mine. I got the shaft. Ha! Song! Uh, it's, here's what it says. I can't believe I found this site, a really valuable resource for aspiring songwriters. Thanks to the show producers for providing such a wonderful platform, man. Thank you, Texan Jackson. Thank you much. Thank you for that tasty, tasty five-star review. We that appreciate it. That is awesome. Yeah. That is. Now, <clears throat> listen, guys, if you feel like Texan Jackson and you like this content, please share it. If if somebody in your band or somebody in your musical community, if you're getting value out of it, they might get value out of it, too. Uh, when you tell them about it, it means a lot more than when we tell them about it, right? Because mm-hmm. that's, that's called right. social proof. Mm-hmm. Uh, secondly, subscribe, subscribe, subscribe. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it, it automatically appears every Tuesday and the mini-sodes appear every Friday. That's right. Right? Your podcast player and they just stack up there so you can get to them whenever you need to. Mm-hmm. But they're there for you. you don't yep. gotta, you're not going to miss nothing. Right? We are, he's basically like Johnny and I are on call. That's right. 24-7. For you. Whenever you need us. For you. Right there in your phone. <laughs> it's like magic. I know. <laughs> and, uh, hey, take five minutes. Uh, not even five minutes. Like, take take one minute. Leave a rating and review. Uh, it, it, it makes us look legit to other people. They Again, social proof. They mm-hmm. realize that, that there's something really going on here. And um, we have... Uh, we'll read it on the air. We'll make you famous. There right? we go. Yeah. All right. So, what... what? What right. is going on? You got a disturbing email. Yeah, a little, a little bit. Not, not really, not disturbing, as disturbing yet. So it could create, right. it could create some tension in the room. Some tension. So yeah. So as as you guys may know, um, I have a play for publisher event that I do quarterly. So I'll bring in a, a legit musical publisher, and 
go, you know, people send in climbers like you send in songs. We throw and find the ten I think are most likely to catch the publisher's ear in a good way. And then we do a video conference, the ten of you and me and the publisher, and you play your song and you have a little back and forth one on one time, FaceTime literally, because it's a video conference with a hit publisher. And then, you know, it's a door opener kind of thing. It's a chance to get your song heard on Music Row by somebody who, who knows what to do with it. So I do that every quarter. All right, hold on. Can we just <clears throat> stop right there for one second? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so it's a chance to get your song heard by a professional, like, hit music publisher, yes. a legit publisher. Legit. In an environment where they're prepared to hear it. Exactly. They Let's talk about coming. that. I mean, they like, know it's coming. It's not the grocery store. Tin, tin Pan Alley or Tin Pan South right. or like CMAs. I'll be working on Music Row mm-hmm. and every freaking year it's like clockwork. You know, some crazy people walk in off the street. And, you know, are, are you a producer here? All Listen right. to my songs, you know, and you're like, what? Like we're, you're, you completely interrupt your session. Mm-hmm. Not the right time to do it. Right. It's a yeah. hard way to find like a... Uh, 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 what's the word I'm looking for? Like a, like a warm uh, yeah. greeting. Like th- yes. this is like these songs have been curated and yeah, they, yes. presented to this, so they're prepared to listen. They it's been on their calendar. They for know two it's months. not going to be crazy. They know I'm showing yeah. up at their door. They know what the deal is. They know you know. I've, yeah, we did through and found songs. I think will hopefully you know lead to something for them. Right. You know the best the best I got sent in, which yep. I don't control. There you go. <laughs> That's right. Here's the best I found. So, you know, so that happens every quarter. And and there are other places that do, like, pitch to publisher, other organizations, other songwriter people that, that do this sort of stuff. And anyway, so there's some buzz and chatter about that, all those good things or not. So anyway, I got an email the other day from somebody who shall remain nameless because nothing but love for anyone that takes the time to even send me a challenging email. That's cool. Thank you. That's right. For the opportunity to, for you challenging me so I can respond. So this person said, hey, you know, it's my understanding that play to publisher or pitch to publisher is a waste of time because they never, almost never sign single song contracts. Uh, they have their own writers to feed. So my question for, in this case, Tim Hunzi, who's our um, our hit publisher guest from Parallel Music, is like, how many single song contracts did you sign in 2017? I bet zero. So that's that's the question. I was like, hmm. Well, you know, you know what my response was. I don't know how many you sign because that's not my business. That's not the door I'm trying to open. So, to my and this is what I responded to this person, and we'll expand upon it here. So hopefully, you, you know, this person's listening. And if you have some of the same questions, we can address this because it's it's like okay, I want to address this head on because there's misinformation out there. You may think I'm doing stuff that I'm not doing, and also I can help you avoid some you know some waste of your time as well. That's right. So. Um, it basically comes down to what your songwriting goals are. Is your songwriting goal a single song contract or is it a songwriting career? Like, I don't know if, if Tim in this case or any of my publisher guests do many single song agreements. I don't ask because that's not the door I'm trying to open for people. Sure, I mean, it may happen. And if it does, that's great. But I'm seeking to connect serious songwriters with serious pros in the music business. And this is a relationship business. It's a long-term business. To say like publisher events are a waste of time because you probably won't walk away with a single song contract is really a short-sighted view of things really it and we had this little chat off the air but we'll use better language so it's kind of like saying you're not going to go out with that girl because she may not get really really friendly on the first day like you may not walk out from the first <laughs> you might date not get the home base the home base on the first day right so you decide why should i even swing right right it was like well are you looking for a one-night stand or are you looking for a girlfriend or a wife right 
Because if you're not going to take a swing, oh, well, because, you know, I may not get to home base on, on the first date. Well, yeah, if your goal is to get to home base on the, on the first date, yeah, but I guess she may not be for you. <laughs> right. Are you looking for a wife or a girlfriend, long-term thing or a short-term thing? Then maybe worth taking a swing. That's really not relevant yep. to whether she puts out on the first date or not to if you're looking for a wife or a girlfriend or whatever. You know, those are different questions. Right. So single song contracts don't necessarily have anything to do with are you looking for a publishing deal? Are you looking for have a hit songwriting career? Are, are you learning things. to improve your songwriting? Get some insight because we're talking about that. Oh a yeah, bit. we're going to talk about that too. <clears throat> but so, you know, uh, let me mm-hmm. interject for a second. Yes, I think there's a lot of songwriters and a lot of artists mm-hmm. that have a very, it's like a lottery ticket kind of pers- perspective mm-hmm. on the industry. You know, <clears throat> like I just need this one big relationship, and that's going to make it happen for me. Yeah. I just need to get my song, this one song, the thing I'm putting all my hopes and dreams on, These and songs. get it to the one guy who's, you know, and it doesn't ever work like that. No. It, 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 that's not what creates buzz. It's not what cre- You need, do you know how many artists are on the shelf at major labels right now that can't get anything done and can't afford to get out of their freaking contracts because one person liked them and signed them and the whole team didn't? Like, <laughs> it's so much more mm-hmm. than that. It's it's This is a... Business. I mean, yeah. you know, would you at your job that you have right now, if you've got a day job, do you want to be the one guy that like nobody likes? No, I, I mean, mean, I'm that way now because I work for myself. Yeah. <laughs> so some days, uh, you know, my boss is a jerk and, he, and his employees are terrible. But anyway, and and it's also like about an, uh, some sort of there's a component of immediate altruism mm-hmm. in there, and immediate altruism is called a job. Yeah, it's and that's when you work for somebody else. That's when you're working for somebody else's mm-hmm. dream. I have to remind this my artists of this all the time too. And the same holds true for songwriters. You know, when you go to work on a day job, you trade forty hours of your life or more, mm-hmm. which is the most valuable asset you have, your mm-hmm. time. Yeah, in exchange for some amount of money. Yep. Okay. Time for money, and yep. hopefully, you love what you do. Mm-hmm. Hopefully, right? Okay. But I can be as a as an entrepreneur, as a business owner. I can tell you, uh, I've started several businesses, Mm -hmm. that starting your own business, even, and I'm not talking about being an artist or being a songwriter, I'm talking about starting my own business, I've done it in financial industry, I've done it in the electronics industry, I've done it in the music industry, it is not an immediate altruism kind of thing. Right, not immediate return for investment. Exactly, it's a roller coaster ride between. Oh my God, I'm the king of the world to complete and utter terror. Right. I'm a month late on my rent. I don't know when I'm gonna get kicked out of here, mm-hmm. and how's this gonna happen? Because you got cash flow problems. Like, it, it, this is not a lemonade stand, man. Like right. that, that. If and when you're trying to be an artist, when you're trying to be a songwriter and, and become a professional, you are by default an entrepreneur. Yeah. And you got to think like an entrepreneur. And mm-hmm. some people. Just aren't entrepreneurs. They're right. not. True. They don't think like that. So so keep that in mind, guys. Like this is not a, a sprint. No, it's not. This is a marathon and, and and you wanna have that perspective when you go into any kind mm-hmm. of deal. Aside from play for publisher or pitch to publisher. Right. right. Yeah. So and, and so this person was kind enough to, to email back. Apparently a, a, a blog post from another songwriting organization that had gone out recently that addressed this. They Sometimes do that. It seems every quarter when I do my play for publisher. <laughs> anyway, and so I'll leave the names out because that that really doesn't matter. Um, but he's this person wrote back and said, "Hey, you know these people are you know 
they help songwriters and their pros in the business too. And here's, you know, they say basically it's, it's a waste of time to do these pitch to publisher events. Let me, and he forwarded me their, their blog email that went out to, to people. I'll Ooh, read part of that. I'm going to read part of it. I'm going to leave out some names. Okay. All right. Cause nothing but love for people. Right. Cause that's not important. So it says a publisher is someone who, you know, or a company who creates licenses and administrates music. They sign writers and they do this and that. And that, you know, publishers basically, you know, they give a little preview of what publishers do. They, they take in songs, they try to get songs recorded so the writers and the publishers get paid. And this is publishers who do pitch to publisher events, pitch to publisher events, are doing so because they get paid to do that event, not because they're actively seeking to sign single song contracts. Some publishers, some publishers who do these events actually never sign single songs. Which means? So, so yeah, we'll get to that. So what does that mean? It means you are wasting your time and money pitching to most publishers. If possible, always ask the publisher to, if they sign single songs and how many they've signed. It's important information to know if you're paying to pitch to one. So then they, they go some other stuff. But um, you know you know what I have to say to that, Johnny? <laughs> Talk to me. Son. I, I have to say I agree. I agree with that email. Because, and that's why I don't do pitch to publisher nights. That's right. why I don't do that. So I'm going to go into what I agree with this and, and let you... Uh, I know you thought I was going to disagree. No, I actually agree. But some people get confused and think I'm doing what they're talking about. So, here's the deal. Um, I don't do a first of all. I don't do a pitch to publisher. I do a play for publisher, and we'll get into that in a minute about why that's different and why that matters. But so, you know, they say here that uh, they're not actively seeking to sign single song contracts and hardly ever. Listen, we've kind of touched on this already. If you're going into a publisher event where you get to play one song for a publisher and your goal is a single song contract with that publisher, it is either the, a bad event, which I don't do, or you're thinking too short term. Again, it's the girl not taking a swing because you're afraid, you know, you're just trying to hit a home run, get to home base on the first date. Right. That I agree with this blog. That is probably not a good use of your time. That's not how they probably find most of that. I do a play for publisher, which is we bring a publisher in. We got the 10 people, like I talked about. You're face-to-face. It's a small group. A lot of these play for pub- or pitch to publishers, that's all you're doing is you're pitching a song. They may get the reverse in a chorus, and it's a cattle call. You got a bunch of people in a room, and a publisher's just – and you got somebody flipping CDs or burning through, and you go through 100 songs in, in two hours and just going past – pass or keep pass or keep kind of thing mm-hmm. and most of the time it's passes yeah. and and there is yeah if you're hoping to go to one of those and get a single song contract yeah it's not a good use of your time but uh, or, your, I, or your money or yeah <laughs> if you gotta pay for those yeah it's you know so what I do is is a play for publisher and it's the two main goals of this are education and relation relationship building so what you do is that's why it's a small group not everyone gets to get in that room so we get a, the publisher gets to spend more time with each writer so you're face to face on video right so they get to see you we've had people you know zoom in from Scotland and Canada and different places you know so our publishers sitting there with me we're in their publishing office and and so we and each song basically get eight minutes per writer you don't get those in those cattle calls you get like maybe verse chorus and it's gone to the next That's one. That's a minute like, and a half, maybe two If minutes. you're lucky. Yeah. Right. Minute so, and a half if you're lucky. Yeah, we're talking eight minutes. I got a yeah. timer. 
and we we go for those eight minutes if you got enough so what we do is we listen through like at least through to the bridge so we're listening to the whole song because i'm a writer and I, I always get frustrated if people even listen to the whole thing so i'm thinking like what would i want i want them to listen to the whole thing i wrote a bridge if i wrote so three a minutes and so you know like so they can get the whole deal you mm-hmm. know i may not listen all the way through the last course because i want to leave as much of that eight minutes left for conversation so after that, the publisher gives their feedback, what they like, what they don't like. They're dropping value bombs, what people are looking for, just all kind of, whatever that song makes them so, feel. So can, can I interject there? Yes. Please? So when they're dropping value bombs, another thing you got to remember, I go back to the story when I first met you mm-hmm. and you had the, the, the mug, the coffee mug, right, and you had not that. stuff written on your coffee mug. And I'm yes. trying to be cool because I'm talking to hit songwriter Brent back <laughs> and I wanted to think that I'm cool. And we're out in the parking lot of this recording studio cutting one of his songs and, uh, and, and I'm, I'm trying to, as discreetly as I can, just see what the heck it is you wrote on yeah. that thermos. <laughs> and then finally, I just couldn't take it anymore, and I just asked you. And you said, man, th- th- you know, somebody turned me on to the 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 the, the market changed. Mm-hmm. To- somebody told me, somebody told you, you were going to be the best, you were going to be a hit songwriter in the 90s. Nice. But it was like... The 2000s. Yeah, 2010s. Right. something, yeah. And and so uh, they're not doing the three-act plays anymore. Here's how the market changed. Like, right. these are really good songs. They're really well done, but you're not going to sell them because that's not what the market's buying. Right. So you keep your finger on the pulse right. of the changing market, which is hard to do if you're it not is. in this town. It is. And so, yeah, for, for me, I wrote those on the coffee mug, so I'd have it in front of me every, every right. day when I write because... I write with coffee. Right. Because there's that. I mean, if you're yeah, trying so, to be, obviously, if you're pitching to a publisher or you're playing for a publisher or you have aspirations to have a relationship with the publisher, mm-hmm. you want to be professional and you need to know. Hello, Pantheon Podcast listeners. Christian Swain here to tell you more about my experience with Raycon earbuds. Our family now has three pairs of Raycon earbuds around the house. And my wife just grabbed a pair of the headphone pros to replace some headphones from a company that was double the price. And yes, she loves them. Now, if you haven't pulled the trigger on a pair of Raycons, or even if you have, but you're in the market for another pair because they're just that good, well, now is the time to check them out because they just launched their upgraded model of the best-selling everyday earbuds. With Raycon's upgraded everyday earbuds, now you also get active noise cancellation, ergonomic design, and multi-point connectivity that lets you pair with two devices at once. New quick charge function, three customizable sound styles plus awareness mode, available in a variety of vibrant new colors to complement any and all skin tones. I even have a pair of earbuds in a cool green color. I have tried just about every earbud known to humankind, and these Raycons are fantastic. Seriously, if you've been wanting to check out Raycons, there truly is no better time. You're going to ask yourself why you didn't check them out sooner, and Raycon offers a 30-day happiness guarantee. So, what are you waiting for? Go to buyraycon.com slash pantheon today to get 20% off your Raycon order, plus free shipping. That's right, you'll get 20% off and free shipping at buyraycon.com slash pantheon. Buyraycon.com slash pantheon. What's going on? Right. Yeah. So they have their finger on the pulse and, and they're sharing it like, oh, this is what we think about tracks and demos. This is kind of what I'm feeling here. And it's one person's opinion, but it is a professional opinion. So you got the eight minutes. So they, you know, start off with, you know, the majority of your song. Publisher gives their feedback and you're having a conversation because you can ask follow up questions. Well, what do you think about this? Or if you kind of go through that song, 
Anything else you want to ask? You still got a minute left. It's your time. I'm yeah. gonna use it. And then some people are like, no, nah, I'm good. Or some people are like, yeah, I got this question about this other thing. And if we just go till the till the alarm sounds, they're like, all right, that's eight minutes. We got to go for someone else. And that way, it, it is a smaller event. You get some face and you get a chance to talk. They can feel you out a little bit. And plus they hear, you know, your best song or whatever, you know, one that you selected as one of the ones to send in. So right. it's pre-screened by you, pre-screened by me. We listen to it and you get to have a conversation. Uh, so that's one of the things that happens. And as far as, yeah, I've never had anyone jump over the desk in the middle of one of my play for publisher events and go, I want to sign this song. Yeah, and do a single song contract. Yeah, I haven't seen that because that's kind of not really the point. Now, if the right song walks in, yeah. But that is a really high bar. I mean, there. I had a publisher tell me, or a songwriter tell me one time that publishers are never looking, but they're always looking to make money. If you walk in and we play money, they're not stupid, right? Yeah, right. But that, that's an incredibly high bar. That's right. It's incredibly high bar. But what I have had happen is like after the, you know, one publisher go, oh, I got some ideas maybe for some pitches for this thing. And, and then after it's over, he's like, yeah, he's still talking about that song. But yeah, I think that's a couple of ideas on maybe where I could go with that. Like he was thinking about where he'd go with that song and pitch it. Can we can I, can I interject for a second mm-hmm. with that? So this past weekend we're at the Climb Conference. Yes, we got some quality time with Chris Oglesby, hit publisher, who's yes. been on your play for publisher before. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm thinking of the difference in the pro songwriting world, mm-hmm. not the amateur songwriting world. Right. The pro songwriting world of the song that's absolute money mm-hmm. versus the one where the publisher's like, "Man, this is a good song. I got some pitch ideas for this." Right? Yeah, and you know what story I'm thinking about? Mm-hmm. Like where where the first call. After they got done with the, the ink wasn't even dry on the paper yet. All right. From Craig Wiseman with and Tim uh, Nichols. Yeah, and Tim Nichols live like you're dying. Mm-hmm. And they called Chris down. Hey, come down. I think we got something here. Yeah. Like we got lightning in a bottle. Like that's the kind of song mm-hmm. that could get a single song. That <laughs> right. Deal. Gets that immediate Be- because they didn't. There that wasn't pitched but to one artist. Right. And that one artist was like, yes. yes. I got this. And yeah. it probably could have gone to a number of different artists oh, yeah. that could have made it work yeah, because just... it was so good. Mm-hmm. So freaking good. Now, how many songs has Craig Wiseman and Nichols wrote? No, and how many of them are like that? Right? right. Like, so uh, amongst the pro group, you're talking about the cream of the... So do you see where they, do you see how high that bar is yeah. for a single song contract? So I just want to point that out. Yeah, it's, it's a really <laughs> high bar. I mean, most... You know, I've had publishing deals, and, and most of the songs, you know, I'd turn in during that time, most of the publishers put, wouldn't assign a single song contract on. Right. Because most of the songs you write as a staff writer, not going to get demoed, not going to get pitched. Yeah. You know, so even that, if, you know... It is a low batting average. My story with Kim and Tribble. They're paying me every month. Yeah, my story with Kim Tribble when it came. I, I write twelve songs a week. I'm like, my jaw dropped. He's like, oh, don't get excited. Most of them suck. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> but and twelve songs a week, and he needs to, he needs to probably what? What? what what's the normal requirement that a publishing company is going to require for a year? For it's ex- like what they call accepted songs. Yeah, like twelve wholly written songs. So if they're so, all fifty fifty co writes, then like twenty four titles. Twelve you know? times what equals 52, twelve full songs. Right. So so twelve times fifty two is how many freaking songs a lot. that dude's writing a year, and they're taking twelve of them. The kind of thing. Like yeah, how many of them get actually get cut? You know, yeah. or how many are they pitching out of that? Is yeah, not, not all of them. Not so a lot. Um, and he's he's got a deal. And you know, and he's <laughs> had a bunch of hits. So I, I think that's one thing to talk about. So that's why I don't do the cattle call because 
I'm interested in the education of the rider and getting some FaceTime and building to a relationship. Because, okay, so one thing we've had, yeah, somebody like considering like, where could I go and pitch this thing? Another one, uh, somebody had a couple songs in there and the publisher's like, hey man, you local? Yeah, man, come on by. And he went on by and then got some other face-to-face with this publisher. Legit publisher having hits. Opportunity offer. At bats. I'm like, that's that's what I want out of this. For my writers, you know, and the songwriting pro community to get better, to get educated, see where the bar is, get a head check, right? Because we all need it. I do too. And, to, you know, start building some relationships and go, great. So that one at bat turned into playing songs for this publisher, turned into coming down there and he showed them around. And it wasn't a big, serious song meeting, but it was another at bat. Right. I had a there's another one where we had a, the last one we did uh publisher was there and the writer showed up and they'd already bumped into each other that day the writer and the publisher like hey you I didn't you tell me you didn't tell me you were doing this yeah well I just didn't bring it up you know like and it was and uh what our your buddy your new buddy Mark Maxwell yeah I think we did one with the publisher Mark was one of the you know 10 writers in there and he's like, wait, where do I know you from? He's like, I got the music store in Louisville. You know, oh, yeah, yeah. You know, so it was like another phase. All the stuff rolls into building that familiarity, getting that, you know, you. why does Coke advertise? Who doesn't know what Coca-Cola is? Why do they keep advertising? They want to be of top mind. of mind. Top of mind. That's and this right. is part of building that, like, oh, I hear a song, see your face. Maybe I'm bumping to you again. This might be a fifth time I'm aware of you. It might be the first time, but there will be more in the future. This leads into that. It's a long-term thing. Like you're saying, it's, it's, a, it's a marathon, not a sprint. Yeah, so it, if it, you it, just want to walk in there cold, get a single-song contract, you know. Do you know how hard that is? Can, can I stop right there? That's for, not where, the, where you need to be aimed. You're going to leave disappointed, and you might miss another opportunity that's even more valuable in the long term because you're just looking at that single-song contract. That's right. And I will, I will suggest this, that most people listening to this podcast, whatever business they've ever transacted – whether they spent 50 cents or they spent $500 or they spent $5,000 or $500,000 mm-hmm. on a house, right? Mm-hmm. Or on a candy bar. Like, you're only doing business with people or other businesses that have three things. You know, like, and trust them. Mm-hmm. So, Especially if you're signing a contract. That's right. what a single song contract is. Like, if we're going to get paperwork and signatures, I want to make sure I'm not causing myself problems. Yeah. Even if I like the song. I want to get to know you. Because you know what? There's a there's a ton of great songs out there. Mm-hmm. They don't need your hit songs so bad that, they, that they're going to deal with crazy. Right. So they want to know, like, and trust you. That takes more than three and a half minutes in an eight-minute thing. Right. It does. Or or, but, or at a pitch for a publisher, a, a, a verse and a chorus. Yeah. But it's kind of like the first line of a song. The first line, the goal of the first line of a song is to get the to listener to want to hear the second line. This yeah. is kind of what that is. If it's your first at-bat with that publisher, to get them like, oh, Okay, that was interesting. You know, yeah. and you follow, maybe follow up with an email. You can. It's a door opener. It's not designed to be a deal closer. So that's one thing, like the relational part of it. The other part of it is, is the educational. So they get to tell you what they see as the shortcomings or the brilliance in your song, and so you can know what to chase and know what to. You need to. You shore get some up validation. Sort of you get some medicine. Exactly. You get some of both. And and it's not just. And this is one thing I love about it. And I love the Zoom platform. I'm not a paid spokesperson for Zoom, but I was on some other platforms before. I couldn't really record these events. Mm-hmm. With Zoom, I can record it a little red button, and we can record the event. Everybody that enters a song, or even doesn't even enter a song, but pays, it's ten bucks, right, for a uh, a song entry spot because I can only take so many. Mm-hmm. They 
everybody that does that gets a link to the to the replay. So they get to be a fly on the wall and sit in and hear these conversations, not just hear pass keep. Yeah, but they get to hear. Here's what I like about this. Oh, that thing part was really. First cool. of all, they get to hear the songs. They the get top to hear the songs, songs that, that made it. That made it when there's did in that batch. And so that's a little bit of a head check, right? Yeah, may make you mad. May you may understand it. You know, whatever yep. your miles may vary, or both. Like right. Like okay, so, I've said this story before on the podcast. But when we first signed, I'm like a year out of high school. I'm maybe halfway through my first year in college my my only year in college and uh and I, we get that big huge regional mm-hmm. booking contract like they're going to put us on the road they're going to put us on tour and the first thing i ask is who's the best band in your booking agency who's the mm-hmm. best band you got they're like that's a band called mannequin i'm like really okay where are they playing when are they coming to more they're actually going to be there in two weeks okay got another hurdle i'm 19 can't <laughs> right. get in the bar well, what am I going to do like well, don't worry about that we're going to hook you up with Marco Tool. he's the manager he's going to get you in we'll take care of it you know, and they're loving that I'm asking all the oh, right those questions those are great right? questions it's like I'm not stopping here I didn't just achieve my goal I'm going to coast like I want to get better I want to turn and this I, into and the next big opportunity I know that I don't know yeah that's right so I yeah. go there and I got my butt handed to me on a <laughs> silver freaking platter right and so one half of me was like holy crap, we got a lot of work to do. And the other half was like excited, like I can't believe I'm in this club. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I'm in this club. Like mm-hmm. I'm, I'm at the bottom of the barrel, but I'm in this I'm club. In club. Right. And and I can climb up and I can do this. I know how, Now I know where the bar is and mm-hmm. I know what I got to do. So yeah, it was humiliating and energizing at mm-hmm. the same time. Yep. But you got to know where the bar is, man. I just think that's yeah. invaluable. Yeah, it is. And so, even if your song doesn't get picked, you get that, and then you get the conversation, you get the feedback. What you know, what they spotlight is something they dug about it, and then you get the feedback of what they didn't like about it. Yeah, stuff that may not even be on your radar. Maybe like the business side of things, like writing the uptempo positive versus the slow sad, that kind of stuff. Yep. And and getting to be a fly on the wall for that for ten bucks. And then yeah, shoot, maybe maybe like this is the greatest ballad I've ever heard. I got a truckload of ballads. I, I wouldn't take it because I got. I'm not I can't get the ones I got cut. Yeah, so, and you're like, oh, huh. I didn't think about it that way. Okay, <laughs> didn't think about it that way. There's a lot of that stuff. So, so you're for focusing in on that target, you yeah. Know? Or this is a great song, greatest '90s song I ever hit. Tim McGraw would have cut this and made it a huge hit in the '90s. But that was you know how many years ago? But that was 20 years ago, and now the the, the market's different. Right. And so I think you got great writing skills. But you need, you need to write to in the now. You right. need to not do the three-act play. And then again, focus. Like you're, you're mm-hmm. honing in on the target. Right. Honing in on your craft as what the market wants. You can have the best blue solo cups on the planet. But if they're only taking red solo cups right now, you're screwed. Right. Yeah. Unless you start to figure out, oh, if I'm going to make some money selling solo cups, I better make sure they're red ones right now. <laughs> exactly. Until that changes. Yeah, and just asking that question. Yeah. Is important, and so that's that's why I don't do pitch to publishers. That's why I do play for publishers. It's a different beast. So it's like I actually agree with that <laughs> that email that went out that some people think applies to what we do at Songwriting Pro. And it's like, no, nope, I agree with you. It's very nearly focused. And can we talk if about you just Matt want a single right song? Now? It's probably not for you. Can we talk about your brother-in-law right now? Yes, we can. Because like that was that. a pitch for publisher event. Yeah, it was with a different organization, but he he did a a very well known a very well known, very well respected organization. They they did you know. And that one was a little more curated than like 
the normal, you know, big cattle call. It was a little more curated. They bring in a lot of publishers. They bring in a few songs from writers. The writers aren't there, but they bring in their songs. And they play for them. And, you know, my brother-in-law, Matt Klein, he had some songs that cycled through that a couple times. Now, did he get a single song contract? No, he got Which a... Which supports the scene. Right, exactly. Yeah, he didn't want to have a single song, but... What he did got, he get? He got a meeting out of it, and then he got another meeting, and another meeting, and then he got a publishing deal with one of those publishers. And he was signed there for like three years and got some cuts out of it. And, I mean, and cash, money, got paid on the barrelhead. That was his job. Yeah. They got paid to write songs. And so... Yeah, he didn't walk away with a single song either, but it was a door opener, and the songs were good, and it, enough to get him on someone's radar and go, yeah, I'd like to meet, I'd like to meet this guy. Yeah. And then he's a good guy and had more good songs, and you build that relationship, and it was a good fit, and, you know, he got signed. So stuff happens, and even in the language of this, like you said, you know, most publishers are not looking to sign single songs. Well, just most means some, I guess, are. Yeah. You know, and you know, some publishers who do these events never sign singles. Well, I guess then some do. But still, if you're looking to sign a single song, I think though that's not a, a wise investment. If that's your only definition of su- success, probably not for you. Even my event, not for you. If all you want is a single song, but if you want to get better, if you want to have a chance to get FaceTime and for, you know with a real publisher and chat, yeah. And if you want to learn kind of where the bar set, be a fly on the wall. I have people that will do the submission not send in a song just because they want to watch the replay because for 10 bucks it's it's invaluable they're like yeah I'm not even I don't $10 have, education yeah like I'm not what? even ready for I don't I don't need to send a song in because that's I'm not below gonna, minimum wage yeah like, <laughs> I mean, yeah. like you're paying, like, like, like that's paying for that education and it's less than, than 15 bucks an hour. Like, Yeah. Yeah. And they just do it because they're like, I know I need the education. I just want to hear what the publisher has to say. I, I'm not even going to waste my time sending a song because I don't feel like it's ready yet. But, I'll, you know, I'll, I'll get a spot just so I can get the replay. Yeah. You know, and because they're thinking long term, they're thinking I want to grow and I want to get better. And so, you know, so that, that email at first, you know, I was offended, but then I, I read deeper into it. Go, oh, it's okay. They're not talking about me. He just thinks they're talking about me because I do something completely different. Yeah. So, and, but I thought it was a great opportunity to, to clarify that. Yeah. And let you know what I think. Yeah. If you're just looking for a single song contract uh, on a cattle call thing, I mean, the odds are really, really low. That's and like winning that's the lottery. That's your only definition of success. And it's not even like. be disappointed. It's not even like winning the lottery because winning the lottery is pure luck. <laughs> right. Pure yeah. mathematical luck. Right. Right. But you still have to have a great song. <laughs> right. And then get lucky. Right. Yeah. So not only is it lottery luck, but it's also like you've got to have some, you've got to have the house that built me. You've got to have live mm-hmm. like you were dying where they're just like, oh man, this is Crazy, yeah. Like and the only reason Miranda Lambert cut the house to build me because it wasn't pitched to her. Yeah, she was riding around with Blake, and she it was pitched, pitched to Blake, Blake and, and heard she, it. And she's like, "Blake, I'll if you don't cut it, I will." Yeah, and, yeah. And Blake's and, like, "Okay, but, baby, you want yeah. to do?" Like, I'm sure there was <laughs> something, so, <laughs> some, something else going uh, on there. <laughs> however, um, and one thing I've had publishers tell me before is like, you know, when you do those events, you're not even really looking for a hit song. You're looking for someone who might be a hit songwriter. And that's you're right. trying to identify something in the writing, like, ooh, that's... Because most of the time, it's not there yet. But they may identify something, some something you have to say, some way of looking at the world where they go, huh. You know, something that makes them go... Things that make you go, huh. Yeah. 
And that's the deal. They're not even so much looking for hit songs. Now, if you have one, they're not stupid. They're not turning it away. But they're looking for a rider. They're not looking for golden egg. They're looking for the they're looking goose for veins that, of gold. They're looking for the goose that can lay the golden egg. Yeah, they're that's looking for veins of brilliance in this. Going, you know what? Like if you were riding up, like yeah, if, if I, I put I you around some you, better riders if in my hands, I can you know yeah. turn you into the goose that lays the golden eggs consistently. Like that's right. That's more what they're looking for. Yeah. So yeah, this this egg might have little flecks of gold on it. Think of the way think of the way baseball works. The AAA teams. Mm-hmm. You know, very rarely we're going to draft you and then bump you down. Yeah, and you're going to learn you to work how to freaking play baseball. Like you're going to learn how to hit a curve. You got to learn how to throw right. a curve. You got to learn how to throw. You know, if you're a pitcher, you got to learn. You can't just have one thing. Right. Yeah. It's not about we're going to. Oh, some of them go straight to the the majors or whatever. But a lot of them rarely like, we're yeah yeah we're going to. And I'm not a baseball guy, but. Yeah, we're going to draft Same thing with basketball. You. Very rarely do they go right out of high school or right into the pros. That's right. Kobe Bryant. Like, yeah. And one other guy. There. King James. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, if you're saying, yeah, I'm going to get drafted, I'm going to go with baseball, I'm going to hit, you know, a home run in the World Series and get drafted right into the World Series. No, man. They send them to the developmental league. So even those guys are like, they're not ready yet, but it's there's something in there. But there's got raw so, talent. There's something yes. there that could be refined. So I'm not going to give them a single song contract. <laughs> we're going to draft them, but then we're going to work on them. And by the way, never happens in football because mm-hmm. of physical size. Yeah. Like yeah, you're physically not developed enough to you go would, right out of high school into the pros. Like you, you have to go through college or you will be broken in half. Right. It's because that competitive yeah. and that intense. Because you're not that big yet. Yeah. You know? So. Uh, I know our time's getting up, but I just wanted to share that with you guys. And, you know, if you hear some of that chatter, just remember, that's why I do play for publisher, not pitch to publisher. It's a different thing. And and think about the value that you do get. Um, Because, yeah, like I said, a lot of that stuff in that email, I agree with. Can't argue with it, but glad Mm -hmm. I got a chance to clarify it. And I think the main goals of this are just to learn how to write a better song so that you're providing the best possible art that yeah. you can to be put into the marketplace that you want to be That's put into. That's what's going to help you win long term. And two, create the relationships so that you can create a pipeline to deliver that art through. Yeah. You can have the pipeline, but if you don't have the art, you're screwed. Yeah. You can have the art, but if you don't have the pipeline, you're screwed. You need both. Right. And the three steps to a successful songwriting career. Write great songs, build great relationships, repeat. Boom. That's what you do. And so we're helping you kind of kick, helping you on both those levels. There you, you know? go. Now, so, somebody wants to, to up their songwriting. Yeah. So, I mean, yes, I have another Level. Play for Publisher event coming up. If you want to get the details on that, you can go to songwritingpro.com or even better, just go to giftfrombrent.com. I have a free ebook there. Think like a pro songwriter. You just tell me where to send it. I email it to you. And then also put you on the Songwriting Pro Insiders list where you get the details. The deadline for submitting your song has come at the end of this month. If you miss it, so if you miss the May 31st, I'll probably have another one coming up in about three months. I tend to do these every quarter. Uh, so you can, if you're listening to this in the future, you just still go to giftfrombrent.com, and so you'll be sure and get all that information in your inbox, along with a bunch of other valuable, free songwriter information. Boom. All right. Well, that brings us to the end of another killer climb episode uh again share it if you like this stuff other people probably gonna like it too uh tell them about it it means the world to us uh subscribe 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 make sure that uh, all those episodes come in on tuesday and the minisodes come in on friday magically and get archived right in your phone you can listen to them on when you have those nights where you've got insomnia and you're mm-hmm. just gonna you know binge listen to a bunch of stuff and then finally take uh, a few seconds and leave a rating and review on itunes for us it helps us look more legit it tells people that 
There's other people finding value in it. That's social proof. And we talk about that on this, this as well. But you mm. can help us with the social proof. So this podcast exists because we want you to win, guys. So keep on climbing. And we'll see you at the top. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points.